What's up, bro? We back. We back with another show. And I want to give you a show. But first, I want to talk about a little something something. Well, first, you're going to have to pass me that lighter there, homeboy. Holy boy, give me the lighter, man. So I have a little bit of a beef. Hold on. You think we can open the window? Yeah, I think we can. The mics are good enough. That it's you hot can. as fuck, bro. Dude, it's not. It's, it's fine. I'm hot. I'm hot. Oh my god! And then in five minutes you're like, "Oh no, code." Probably. Get a sweater. I've seen better days. I've been a star algebra. All right, what was we talking about? Algebra? We were not talking mathematics. <clears throat> okay. We well. were talking about this idea that we always know that electronics are listening. Yeah. I mean, you guys have seen this. You have said something, and then a product advertisement will pop up afterwards. Always on Facebook, man. It's always on Facebook. Totally it's always works. everywhere. And that <clears throat> happened to me today. So I bought a product called Mudwater. It's like an energy drink replacement, trying to get off energy drinks. I bought that already. But I keep having the same ad pop up. I want the analytics to understand that I bought a product already. I don't need to see your advertisement anymore. If you bought a car, you don't need, you don't, you shouldn't have to continue to see car advertisements. Where's the big data on that? All right, I got a scenario for you too. Same thing. What if the targeting advertising is just terrible? Have you seen situations like that? Because I, I, I do all the time. The algorithms and, and like all the data collection, there's, it's building a profile to target advertise towards you. So like when you say something and you see it on Facebook, that's targeted advertising. So I'll give you an example. I was on the Peacock app. I was watching a show on there. Four ad breaks in the same show, like feminine hygiene products, and there was a birth control ad. So maybe I'm just so used to the targeted advertising, I get upset when it's just not there. Is that what it is? Am I brainwashed? So I have a love-hate relationship with advertising. I just hate it. I mean, who likes ads anyway? I mean, it's just a sales tactic. I know it is. And just guess how you get rid of the ads. You pay for the premium. You got to make some real life decisions. And one real life decision that we were talking about last week was going out to Oklahoma huh. and going on a road trip. Yeah, I believe that you owe me and the listeners a plotted out road trip for us to judge on how terrible this is going to be. So I will give you several bullet points right here as we get into this. I did spend quite a bit of time researching oh, it took into, a lot of time, did it? into Oklahoma mm-hmm. and pastimes and activities. Okay. I will give you this. This was a more of a difficult one to mm-hmm. plan out. Are you saying I'm right? Partially. Partially. Uh. I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you honest. I'm, I think we could split this one. Oh, dude. Oh, now we're splitting it. All right. Let yeah. me, first, let me hear your road trip. I want to do this in pieces because some of these parts I spend a lot of time on. Split this up throughout the show. Okay. And at the very end, you can judge me. And I'll be honest, I, I'm, I'm good with going either way on this one. Okay. We're going to start out from Michigan right here. We're going, we're driving about 14 hours away. So you know what the first place we're going to do? We're going to stop at that giant rest area. No, it's not the rest area. There's a restaurant slash casino. And it's called... God, where is it? Red Oak Steakhouse and Casino. Because I know you, you know, after a long trip, you want to chill. Where's this at? It's right on the border of Oklahoma. It is, I'll give you this city. Oh, so th- we've made it to Oklahoma. We just barely got right. on the border. So, so this, all these stops you're doing are in order. All right, so we're doing a casino steakhouse. Yep. D- nope. They got a hotel there? They sure do. Okay. 
And I want to give you a little bit of history about this one. Tell me something. So this is ran by a group. Uh, I think it's Quapaw people. Is they now run this casino slash restaurant, but the restaurant portion is impressive to say the least. They run their own thousand head cattle farm. And this is all coming down from tradition from their people. So you're eating the steak right from their farm. Right from their farm. Like and they that. also do, th- uh, I think it was three, no, five greenhouses that grow their own greens and herbs. Nice. And then they had their own brewery. I'm there. They have their own fucking bee colony okay. for honey for their drinks. They're all doing this on that casino slash bar. And I, 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 the, the, the meats looked amazing. And I just want to go there. Say no more, fam. I give you a, a, a fucking check mark on number stop one. Okay. I like it. So the next stop, it's going to be, it's going to be a tour down some really mystery for you. I want to do a little bit of stoner babble investigations on this one. Okay. And you're going to learn about the reason why we're going to go to a city that is now pretty much gone. It's called Pickner, Pick Picker, <laughs> Picker, Pick, Oklahoma. Pickner, uh, P I C H E R. So what this place is? It was a once booming mining town. Is this the one that's got the lava? Not the la- toxic, toxic, toxic gas gases. Yep, I've I've watched the documentary. Yeah, you about probably this. watched this one. Yep. For the audience members, what had happened was with all these tunnels underneath the city, there was a toxic gas that was released and it started to bubble up through all these tunnels and it started causing sinkholes and it was getting a lot of the children sick mm-hmm. in this city. Eventually, it came down that the Fed started to move the people out of there by 2006. 2009, the EPA uh, distinguished it as inhabitable. Mm-hmm. And then in 2008, an F4 tornado hit the city. And yet, people still existed there. They started to demolish the town in 2011, but there were six families remaining. But then as of 2015, the last resident died. Yeah, watch the documentary about this. Place. Yeah, you probably yeah. So my my Stoner Bay investigation thing was well, these families who wanted to stay, and yet they seem to all die off. The last guy that died was sixty. Is someone is someone assassinating those people in that town? We have to go there. I think we got to do a little bit of research. Nah, bro, those motherfuckers died from toxic gas poisoning. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go research that town because you can go in there. There's you still accessible for now. That's uh, that's just a long arm road trip. It's a mm. little southwest of the casino restaurant. Listen, man, I'm gonna need you to get some toxic gas detecting shit because I ain't just walking. in. Oh no, of course shit. we're definitely gonna be smart investigators about this. We'll get the gas mask and the toxicity level reader out there tell you that much welcome to oklahoma uh, all right okay so there you go so that stopped two and from that point so i gave you a check mark on number one i want to put a question mark on number two. Oh, uh, you're just I'm, you're missing I'm, out man I'm, I'm not i can't decide on that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty sure i saw everything i need to know about piker oklahoma on that documentary you still got a chance to win me over on this road trip all right mm-hmm mm-hmm but you see, we're going to have to come back to it. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to take a skip around, you okay. know, do do some work, go okay. somewhere else. And then Wait, that- can I ask a quick question? How yeah. many stops are on the trip? I think I put roughly about 10. 10? Yeah, you said you want to spend a couple days <laughs> there. It's a, and a lot of the stuff, it, it, when it comes towards the end of it, will be in one spot anyway. Okay. So you're taking just a quick gone uh Ten a, a place days. through like Tulsa and then straight into Oklahoma City is I where was you trying end to up get at. Five days. 
10? You gotta go to Oklahoma for 10 days. What, 10? No, this is just 10 stops. 10 stops. Okay. All right. Where, All right. where, where is your All hype brain at? I don't know. I, I thought this was like each stop was a day, bro. Mm -mm. Okay. Now we're, hey, we, we now you, so <laughs> now that we're uh, taking a break from that topic, let me hit you with some real life shit, man. Real life stories right here. You ready? Oh, yeah. I'm, I've been ready. I'm partial to Pepsi brands. I know. I fucking, no one says that. Everyone's Coke is the supreme Coca-Cola. I get it. I like Coke, too. I'm just saying. I prefer, I'm, the, I'm the guy that prefers Pepsi. But every once in a while, I want a Coke product. Sprite. I love Sprite. Matter of fact, I'm about to crack one open right now. I, I pick up a case of Sprite. I check out at the local store. I had my ass. Oh, man. <laughs> This motherfucking can is leaking, bro. <laughs> and this is why. This is why. Hold on. Oh, oh no. Is your can leaking? No. Anyways, I'm partial to Pepsi products, but I wanted some Sprite. Pick up the case. Boom. Check out. I'm walking out to the truck. I open the door on the truck. And as I raise my arm to put that case of Sprite in the truck, what do you think happened? The fucking box just blew out, dude. They hit the pavement. It was poking holes in the cans. They were squirt like dude. I was there was like a stream of sprite hit me in the face, and I, it like took me a second to realize what was going on because I'm like, how the fuck did this just happen? I was one foot away from securing this case of sprite, so I'm like, fuck, dude. So the ones that are spraying me, I just fucking punt them across the parking lot in a fit of rage. <laughs> And I'm just grabbing what I can. And I'm so fucking mad. I just throw it in the bed of my truck and drive home in an angry rage. I was able to say, save like all but six of them. But the cans are pretty beat to shit. As you can see, one just leaked all over the table here. Not only did I choose to spend more on a Coke product than the Pepsi product. Look at the Pepsi box. It comes in a big fucking cube. It's a thick box. The people over at Pepsi just got it figured out. And I'm just like to say, this might be the last Sprite I ever drink. Wow. I, might, I might just go all Pepsi products. I might convert to Sierra Mist. Oh, boy. I'll fucking do it, dude. Doing fan words. Like, get your shit together over there at Coca-Cola. You guys are making a fuck ton of money. Spend some time on the packaging, would you? I'd like to take the whole thing home and enjoy it, not 70% of it. Yeah, what were you talking about earlier with stirring your own brand? What? Like, <laughs> what you talking about? You were talking about growing a, a, a weed, selling it as... Oh, desi I wanna, designer. I want to make designer weed. Yeah. Why can't companies like coca-cola be a designer product not a lot of people follow brands but i feel like coca-cola is a brand that is known worldwide why wouldn't they choose to be a little bit more designerish maybe they could start that could you imagine if you bought an iphone and it just came in a padded envelope that's what it would be like to me the i just i was comparing it to the box because i had an old old box i'm like look at a pepsi box is three times the thickness of a coke box like what are we doing talking about boxes huh I don't like piss poor packaging, and I don't like terrible targeted advertising. As a double deuce for the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know more negatives. Yeah, shout out to Pepsi, dude. Keep doing it real, dude. Pepsi, the friend. <laughs> <laughs> I see we're not speaking in full sentences today. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm not. Pepsi doing friend, well. <laughs> not Nike friend, <laughs> everyone friend. Wow, man.
I hope that these brownies aren't as strong as we thought they were. I think they should be, and probably will be. Uh, your 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 your, your, your Mister Burke over here made some. Uh, had a, boom, boom. Burke's wife made us some brownies. Included in it, we did math. It's hopefully about 110 milligrams per brownie, and we're having one. I, All one I, right I now. Just fin- I'm about to finish the last by mom. But it's really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping there is that amount in there if we did the math correctly, which we probably didn't. So swinging back into the, the, the car, going back on the road trip again into Oklahoma. Yeah, what, where are we going on the next stop? Next stop is I want to do a little bit. I want to be more civilized. I want to be civilized for a few. And I know you like art and everything around there. So I found the one museum that is probably the only one I'm going to take you to. Had to go to at least one. Okay. This one is called the Philbrook Museum. Mm-hmm. The only reason it kind of catched my eye was because it's caught I, your eye. <laughs> caught my eye. <laughs> catched it too. Was the fact that it's set on an Italian villa. So it's got a really cool garden villa effect going around in it. And inside is incredible art from like Native America to the European art to a lot of different forms of it. I know you like art, so that's the that's the third stop. That sounds like it take about fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, it would take a solid probably two or three hours. You you don't stick in museums for fifteen minutes. We talked about this before. Art museums are different. Are you one of those people that goes to an art museum and you're like staring at the painting trying to figure out like what the artist was thinking? Sometimes. Yeah, I don't do that. I'm like, that's a nice painting. So what kind of museums do you go to then? Museums that have like artifacts. Artifacts, too. Yeah, yeah. I want to see like a skeleton of a dinosaur. That's oh. a museum to me. You know okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, keep that in the docket because there's one. The docket. There was one backup museum just in case you didn't like this one because I kind of fucking figured. What's that? What's the, what's the next one? Okay. Well, okay. wait. Are we getting high before we go in there? Oh, fuck it. Absolutely. Then it might be a couple hours because I'm, I'm going to be like, that painting sucks. Let me, I would do this differently. Okay. And then this, this one stop is like a half a stop because I'm not going to really count it as a full stop. It's called the center of the universe. There's just one little spot that's like a concrete jungle. But if you stand in the middle of it, it echoes your voice back 10 times louder than you said it. And then anyone standing on the outside of you cannot hear you. And it sounds distorted. Yeah, I want to see that. So I just want to stand in there and do that because I think it's some UFO shit going on. But really, it's just because there's two, like concrete pillars that are built all along it. So it echoes all the way around. So those are your next two stops right there. And that is, uh, if you're looking at a map in Oklahoma, basically, we're starting on the was it north, north east side. We're going uh, we're going west, and then we go south. Are we ever- and we're heading up Tulsa. That's- Do we go on the tip? No, okay. no, okay. no. This is basically we're going southwest the whole time. I give you check marks on those two little stops. So that all this next place is, I can even go through all of it right now because basically we're going to end everything right here in Oklahoma City. That's where the next six places are. Shit. Oklahoma City. It's called Bricktown. So now you enter this just different atmosphere because you got all this happening, nightlife, entertainment, everything around you. So that's where we're going to go first. And we're going to go to a place <laughs> that that's called JJ's Alley Bricktown Pub <laughs> because... <laughs> It's got JJ's in the name already. Okay. It is a hole in the fucking wall looking place. Nice. So we're going to start there, have a drink or two, and then we head on down to Bricktown Entertainment. They got sweet tea? They, oh, of course. I ain't drinking no alcohols. Yeah, you got to have a little bit. No. On the inside, outside, you know what I'm saying? Nope. We had, we had it on down to Bricktown Entertainment because I know you like laser tag, and but then we, all, we can have all the other games going on, go-karts for sure. 
So now you get smoking up a little bit, okay. and now you have entertainment on the side. I know you like basketball, but I, I got two options for you. Mm-hmm. We got basketball OKC mm-hmm. at the Chesapeake Energy Arena Stadium, or you got fucking bull riding. You know, I kind of want to go to bull riding that night. You know what I'm saying? Boy, I don't <laughs> know about that. Like bull riding is one of those things. Like I would just like to see from afar yeah you'll be in the stands yeah i don't want to sit next to any of the people who like bull riding whoa come on huh bro let's just be real no and they're not gonna be our kind of crowd so you want to go to a basketball game instead can we go to the bull riding and watch the basketball game what we'll go to the bull riding and i'll watch the basketball game on my phone Okay, yeah, sure. All right, cool. Fucking sure, I guess. And if anyone that is at this event tries to talk to me, I'm just gonna do like this. I'm gonna pretend like I'm doing sign language because I don't. I'm deaf. And then I know you're gonna want to just take on a little bit more culture. Yeah. At some point, you're gonna have like a smoke a sativa, and you're gonna have this fucking head high, and you're like, I need to be cultured. So I'm gonna take you down to Armstrong Auditorium. Okay. What's going to be there that night, and I actually looked this up, and you can get tickets for this, is a lady that plays the harp. Mm. And there's a and they have a whole orchestra or even just a single violinist. And there there's your cultured harpist going on moment for you. I would watch someone play the harp. Mm. Do they have a mm-hmm. dress code, though? You should dress up for this. Mm, yeah, I don't want to do that. But you could wear a nice suit. I don't want to do that. So Suits. how are you going to dress, then? I just want to wear normal clothes, oh. like jeans and a T-shirt. Okay, do that then. I don't know if it's allowed. That's what I'm asking. No, you can just sneak in. I'm not sneaking into the harp, lady. That makes me look like a real creep. I mean, sometimes you got to play by the by no rules. Nah, dude, I ain't sneaking into no harpist. So what are you going to do then, though? They're going to be like, no, you're out. No dress code. You're out of here. You got to dress up. You're going to sneak in. I'll fucking wear some pants. Well, you got to wear a suit. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Okay, there you go. How do you pack a fucking suit for a road trip? You don't You don't have to pack it. What are you talking about? You just hang it from the back seat. You should know how to do this by now. You're an old man. But that blocks my view. Why are you riding in the back seat now, though? I got to be able to see unobstructed, dude. And just lay the suits down on the fucking uh, back seat. Uh, you got to get a bag. That's just another thing. All right, fine. This is the other museum I was going to talk to you about because you said skeletons earlier, the big old bones. There's a called a, it's a museum of osteology, which is basically the study of bones. Sure. So this museum is nothing but animal bones. Okay. Every single creature, every single animal. So I figured that would be a clearer one if you didn't like the other one. Sure. So there you go. That's your museum trip. And then we're going to finish it off at one last restaurant, mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle Steakhouse. Just because it's another steakhouse and their fucking shit looked legit on the restaurant menu. It's Mickey Mantle. There you go. So that was actually 10 stops in Oklahoma for you. In order. And what I will say is it was hard, Oklahoma. But we did it. I think you have a decent trip. I would give it on a scale probably a 7.5 out of 10, if I'm being honest. What? 7.5 out of 10? Yeah. Oh. Listen, I think you did a good job planning out some things, right? And those would be all fairly neat places to see. But none that I can't see already. I'm really only excited about two of the stops. The Casino Steakhouse and Mickey Mantle's. So therefore, 
I gave it a three out of ten. Damn, dude. Cold hearted. And again, it's not saying that Oklahoma's not a nice place. I just don't want to I don't I don't have any excitement to go there. You're not a big cause there's a lot more nature in Oklahoma. But I figured you weren't much of a nature person. Yeah, I mean some nature. Yeah, I mean, see like oh you go to Oklahoma for more for nature part. Like hunting and stuff? Yeah, yes. Like hunting for Bigfoots. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Would like to let you know that I'm not available for that road trip. I got heart lessons, dude. Heart lessons? Yeah, dude. I got heart lessons, and I'm teaching this fucking online karate class. It's got a lot going on. How is going the training with the chair karate? It's, it's tough because, you know, I'd, I'd been out of the game for a while. Not really giving up. I just retired from the chair karate scene. You retired in one week? Like, this was something that I was practicing way long ago before I, I was on my own. Like, I wasn't doing it to get a belt or anything. You know what I'm saying? So I really started taking it serious. But, yeah. What'd you ask me? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, how's it going? Yeah, so it's going well. Fucking Sloppy Joe's chair karate is coming soon. And I would like to ask you if you would like to be my assistant. I would have to think about it. <laughs> I mean, there is a there is a lucrative package involved. Get yourself a karate uniform. Are there stock options? Yeah, I mean, SB Worldwide. I mean, we could we could take it public, you know. Get yourself a couple shares. <laughs> Sounds couple, like a lot of work. A <laughs> couple two three shares of that. I mean. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, I had to talk to my lawyers that I have on retaining. I mean, I just sold that to you like Uncle Rico sold that 32 piece set, bro. Mm. Hey, yeah, I uh, we always talked about how one person can't do a whole lot, right? Like, we're just one person. It takes a lot to change the world. Sure. I want to bring you a story that might have represent what a person can do by themselves. Uh-huh. One's called Crazy Indonesian Eco Warrior Turns Arid Hills Green. Over a span of, I think it was 20 years, the 69-year-old man has been planting trees in this area in the hills in Indonesia. Over this time, it has completely transformed the landscape, has brought back running water and created pools from it. Whereas if he didn't do that, it would simply be almost a desert at this point. But it kind of got me thinking of it. Maybe one person can do quite a bit to change it, but it takes a lot of time and dedication to do that. So maybe try to find something you're good at. And just realize that doing it once isn't going to do a whole lot, but continue to practice what you preach and maybe you could change the world eventually. I mean, that's cool. I get, Yeah, that'd be nice. But hopefully all those trees get to survive and they don't just come fucking plow it down and build apartment buildings there, you know? Well, they probably will. And this is kind of my point is it's always going to be work no matter what. Because, like, once you reach your goal, realize that your goal has changed now and to keep working. That's kind of what it seems like life is, isn't it? Like, it's always changing. The rules are always changing. And, therefore, you have to adapt and keep going. Yeah. How much would the world change if just every single person had to plant a tree? How many people are in this world? I don't know. Too goddamn many. 
7.6 billion as of 2019. I mean, I feel like the globe would would benefit from 7 billion trees. There are 3.4 trillion trees in the world right now. So that would be a drop in the bucket. But in one concentrated area, I bet it would help. Maybe. But how many trees are we killing every year? That's an even better question. Because maybe that trillion number ain't that big if we're blowing through billions of them. Could we run out of trees? 15 billion. Just a second. So 200. So 200 years. There you go. Look at fucking stoner babble just solving. So you're so if continued at this rate, which isn't in, including increase or oh, exponential we're, we're increase keep, for cutting wood down, because that's that's probably what's going to happen. We're going to keep. You're looking similar. at less than 200 years yeah. of running out of trees at that rate. And that's not even given natural disasters like the California fires, which were started man-made, but the Russian fires that we talked about before. So you might say about 120. So 20 by 2140, we would be out of trees. Or even your children's children wouldn't have to deal with this problem within their lifetime. That would be fucking nuts, dude. I didn't think we would stumble upon this idea. No, I didn't think we did either, but we did. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe someone could correct our math, but I think it was pretty cut and dry. So remember, next time you use 14 squares of toilet paper when you really only need four. Now that you know this information, would you willingly give up toilet paper and install a bidet? No. I feel like I can cut back on other paper products to keep toilet paper. Gotcha. I'm not opposed to using a bidet, but I, I don't want to walk around with wet ass. What do, I, what do I wipe my ass with? Yeah, like you got to dab that water. I'm not walking around with wet underwear. Ugh. No, 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 thank you. I like my ass to be dry and clean. But if there's a if there's a water stream that can spray water into my ass and then I'm still allowed to use toilet paper, I'd be cool with that too. What paper products could you do without? I guess I don't even know what I use as paper anymore. What are we using as paper? Toilet paper? Toilet paper, paper Paper towels. I think we use more plastic items that we would have to be more worried about, but... How much paper do we waste a year on fucking sticky notes? It's a fucking shit ton there, too. Sticky notes should just go away. You can do all of that on your phone. You know what's a real waste is paper at workplaces normally. For how many reports you got to print off oh, God, and all that stuff, and normally, yes, it gets into a recycling bin, but you know, you don't know how much is wasted in that recycling process can, anyway. Can someone over at the company of CVS fucking uh, get your paper budget in order? Because you go in there and buy a pack of fucking donuts, and they give you a receipt that's two and a half feet long, dude. Like, what is going on? What's the point? Who needs a receipt for anything other fi- under $5? I don't know why you even print off receipts anymore. It can all be online. You do it now. Right. Just type in your email and you get a send an electronic receipt. Just make that the standard. Think about all the junk mail you get in the mail. Who fucking reads that stuff anymore? I get new credit cards every single week from them. Yeah. Give me the applications. No, just toss them in the recycling. It's just a waste. It's a waste. I know what you're doing. I see you credit card companies. They're wasting trees just to fucking just spam us dude try to make money from us you're wasting nature to make money from us that's so stupid they want paper by wasting paper cc companies you kind of suck the mail kind of sucks dude mail sucks i'm not saying the postal service sucks i'm just saying mail in general sucks i can't remember the last time i was excited about getting something in the mail Mm, unless you bought something but in the normal mailing system yeah no one sends you anything anymore 
When's the last time you got a birthday card full of money? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. If anyone would like to send me a birthday card full of money, <laughs> please let me know and I will supply you with a post office box to send it to. <laughs> what are you doing? I thought you were going to say something about saying it too. I was confused. I said I would give them a P.O. box to send it to. They got to let me know first. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to blast that out there. Oh, sweet GG's, dude. Yeah, dude. You think I'm going to give away our corporate mailbox? Sometimes. Fucking corporate mailbox, dude. Sometimes. I haven't done this in a little while, and I figured this was a good time to partake in my naming a friend of the show. And I thought this was really cool because he, he's a corporate man, but what he did, it would mean something to someone. And the reason why this came up is because in the New York Post recently, this is the title, is Texas co-founder Kent Taylor commits suicide amid COVID-19 battle. We don't know the full details yet. But this guy, what this guy was, was he's a co-founder of the Texas Roadhouse. And then in the article, it said he got COVID-19 and he got uh, tinnitus in his ears. And they, they're potentially thinking that maybe something happened where they were just ringing all the time. But I want you guys just to push that aside for a second. I want to talk about a little about what he did in his life. Because this guy was a cool dude. And when COVID first started happening in March of last year, he decided to put aside what he made in, in salary for Texas Roadhouse was one, $500,000 a year as a salary, and his bonus was also $500,000 a year. He gave that all to his frontline workers mm-hmm. right in March. So that was really cool. I, I didn't see a lot of CEOs just giving away their entire salary for the year for their workers. And this is a, a chain of 700 places that got hit fairly hard. Right. I did a little bit more digging. I like those rolls. The rolls are great. <sighs> I did a little bit more digging. And this is, pro- this is potentially one of the coolest things I've seen from a corporate entity. They got a program at Texas Roadhouse started by, of course, our, 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 our dear friend here called Andy's Outreach. Now, what this fund is, is when someone of their employee of Texas Roadhouse kind of falls on hard times, they can reach out to this outreach program and they will help them any crisis that their employee is going through. Every employee can also donate through their checks every single payment. And they, they, they would donate 50 cents to this fund. Mm-hmm. So then you have all your coworkers helping out. But our, but our friend here also donated another $5 million to this fund during that time. So a real friend of the show, unfortunate that I had to stumble upon him because of his death recently. Cool story about Texas Roadhouse. And it kind of makes me want to go enjoy a steak there now a little bit more. Man, yeah, I want some of them rolls. Those rolls are great. Shout out to him mm, shout Rest out to texas peace. roadhouse sounds like a great place it's a, it is a great place. great place good times what do you mean it sounds like a great place you i haven't there. gone there in a long time man i've been missing out and going to restaurants you know what i'm saying it's gotta go bro i know just fucking go in guns a blazing i won't say it's an enemy of the show oh but hostile hostile i'm a little upset with mm. with our president did Ooh. you see oh i think i know what it is but those staffers mm-hmm. that admitted that they had used marijuana in the past had all been removed from their positions. So what you have here is when they were in the hiring process at the these White House young staffers, they were asked, have you used marijuana before? And it doesn't have to be currently. They were told to be honest, and they said, I used it in my past. Mm-hmm. This would know it in shape or way affect their future life in the white house well lo and behold this just happened and a lot of staffers were fired 
you're talking about an administration that we thought was going to lean towards legalizing it, and now we're seeing people are getting fired over it. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of understand, well, I was more Democratic, he's more Republican. We don't lean either fucking way. We're meeting in the middle on this shit because everyone is fucking wrong right. on both sides. I agree. I think we need to find a middle route because this these administrations, either way it's ever going to be, still don't get it. When I saw that, it was also the same day I saw him stumble three times going up the stairs. And I'm not going to lie to you. Trying to get an Air Force One? Put a smile on my face. You know what? That's karma, motherfucker. You know, you said this before. It's like we haven't seen him. And then we still don't really see him. But then we hear these stories. And I do wonder if he knows it's happening, which I'm sure you do. I'm sure you're a part of it. I don't know how much say you're getting into it or how much you even care about it. Right. But this seems to put a real crack in the wall already. And I really want to say, Biden. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you the way that you are right now? Like, what is that all about? What message is that sending? And then I watch you fucking almost blow off the stairs like you're made out of paper. I don't get it, man. I'm not saying he's the enemy of the show yet, but I, I need to see a little bit better work than that. When yeah, I learned that was, news, like, I was like, I was, what is the fucking point? Yeah, it just can't kind of came out of nowhere. Like, what? For no For what reason? For like, past errors? Like, you're asking people to get over their issues from their past errors, and yet here you are committing the same sin. And if we're being honest, if we judged him off of his past errors and sayings, he shouldn't be the president. Mm-hmm. And there was, a, there was a big chain of messages on there. If you went through them, there are people from the FBI that have admin jobs that go, yeah, I can't, I have to drop every single month. And if I don't pass, I get revoked my clearance. Could you imagine you walk into a Senate meeting and everyone was just fucking blazing up? They might actually accomplish something. Okay, someone needs to enter the fucking political game and just smokes all the time and we should put him right in the fucking middle of it. John Ledger. Would that disqualify someone from being president if they smoked weed? Not in our eyes because you can do anything when you're stoned. And you really you don't even have to be stoned to fucking make decisions. You just don't smoke then at that point. You know, you got important shit going on, but you know what? You could be a little bit high when you're running the country. You could be like one edible deep. That's all you got to do in the fucking morning. Pop one in, tell a minigram, maybe 20 if you really got tolerance, and just go. Get your sativa on, and then you run the country. I mean, sure, that's what I would do. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be president? SB Worldwide is taking over the fucking world. It's in the It's in the title. Damn. And these fuckers on all sides better watch out. Yeah. We starting our own political parties, what you tell me? I'm just saying, you know what? We were on opposite sides before, and we're seeing all this shit from both sides. Yeah. And we're, we're done with it. Let's walk down the middle of the street and fucking knock them all out, dude. Not to... Not to rain on the parade. Not to harp on politics, but it's just... <laughs> I find it humorous that when Agent Orange was our president, everyone just hated him, right? When you look online, you turn on the news, like everyone just hated him. And then election time came and it was everyone's going to vote for Biden so we have unity and peace. And now that he's president... I don't see a lot of media or Twitter activity praising all of his good deeds. They're still attacking and yelling at the last president. To me, that's telling. All right, your guy won, but he's not doing anything. I think that's going to continue to happen for a little while as far as yelling at the other party because that happened a lot with Obama. Sure. For a while. I get it. But at but the, I agree because I fucking don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. There's not a lot in the news so unless he's playing the gambit where he doesn't want to tell anybody anything. 
which you can't do that as the president. Yeah, like, dude, we haven't seen you in 31 days, and you fire a bunch of staffers for smoking weed, and you almost blow off a plane. That's what. That's how you want to. That's the most newsworthy news we've seen. Yeah, like that's what you're doing. Like, that's the that's that that's not the the do shit way. No, you're not doing. You're not getting shit done. No, maybe we need to send Biden a, a do shit T-shirt. Maybe we do. And, and send along a snippet that says, let's get let's get the fucking thing going. Yeah, while you're at it, can I get a fucking vaccine already? Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. And what happens when those when one of those strangers is a QAnon supporter yeah. that crashed through an army reserve base after threatening to unleash crazy stupid plan? Docs, I want to tell you a little something, something I stumbled upon, uh, I think, the other day. You here. got a QAnon story? I do got one. Nice. And this guy, what this guy did is he owned an AR-15 and drove over from Wisconsin to Washington, D.C. on March 3rd and told U.S. Capitol Police officers that maybe going to do something crazy stupid tomorrow. And this was the day after they had that President Trump false conspiracy theory about him coming to power around that time frame. Yep. Well, this guy drove all the way to D.C. and then made these threats to the National Guard who basically just detained him because, you know, he was psychologically impaired. Obviously. And then he drives to a National Guard base with that same IAR-15 that turns out to be a BB gun or a paintball gun and shoots two National Guard members on the base. Well, they figure out, they get hit with them, and, you know, it turns out to be pain or whatever. They tackle him and arrest him. What the fuck? Like, how, like, the fuck did you, did he think that driving onto a base and then pretend shooting two people was going to get his message across? That this was some kind of sane, sane thing he was doing for QAnon? Or at the same time, I took this a completely different way. And I really want, I need to do, do more digging on this story. Is If this is even a real story. Like, I need to find out who this guy was. If he actually did these type of things all the time. Or if this is a one-time thing. But this kind of paints that group now in a different light for us. Man, they're just a bunch of crazy people that drive into fucking National Guard bases and pretend to shoot people. But I thought, I don't know, I was like, cool, a good story, good story, got me thinking <clears throat> different ways for a hot second. What were we talking about? That story. I mean, what do you mean what we were talking about? <laughs> Dude, I just totally forgot. About what was before that? Yeah, about anything right there. I don't know what we were just talking about. Well, before this, was we were talking about Mr. Biden and the presidency. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I flowed into that for yeah. just a hot, quick second to take take you off the vibe and, and kick it up a notch. Yeah, I just like the last ten minutes is just lost. It's been a blur, right? <sighs> you're you're lost in this cloudy haze. You know what I want to do? And I wrote this down before. Is I want to do a speakeasy, but for weed. I want a weed speakeasy. You know what a speakeasy is? Like no. during prohibition. They would have these downstairs basements that probably looked like a front, but then you go behind it and it was like a saloon. Someone's singing on stage and they were serving alcohol. That's a speakeasy. I want that for weed. So I, I want a den where you can go behind something and no one knows it's there. Go down to a basement, then you got fucking this lounge. And you just have piano going, just real slick. You got to dress up a little bit for it. But then you go down and you're fucking smoking like cigar stogies fucking filled with weed. And then you can go into side rooms. You want you want to take a little bit of sativa hits? Boom. Go in the side room. Party up. I have I would have a sleeping room, too. You got hammocks. Hammocks all over the place. A little sleeping room on the side. Indica hits. I kind of had a similar idea. Oh, yeah? I wanted to do like a weed-themed art gallery. Okay. There'd be like lounge area, jazz music. 
and then we would let local dispensaries come in and do like weed pop-ups and they could smoke it and you could smoke in there so what kind of art would be there local artists and it's got to be weed themed and i want it to look like a gas station why i don't know i just want the entrance to look like a gas station oh just the entrance yeah and then and then you just go into the art gallo what <laughs> the art gallo is that what that would be called it could be the art gallo yeah just make it gallows of art i don't i don't, I don't know about that why can't it just be this art studio because gallows sounds cooler no i don't that sounds it's terrible. like hey family we're going down to the gallows no and then you get your art on you, you know? know what the gallows are yeah they're where you hang things yeah I don't. but you go but you make it cool you're gonna make this whole thing uh, cool like a, it's, you, you gotta keep looking you gotta keep thinking about a lo-fi vibe loaf it's it's chilling and it's cool and keeping you keeping it real like hey 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 crew going so, on down to the gallows but that's insinuating then, that the gallows is chilling cool bro i don't like that look you're just trying to change it no bro i don't i don't this I, hanging people <laughs> you're not hanging I, people i know but that's what you're you, hanging up the bad vibe walking in the door uh, so what if we called it chill gallows dude chill gallows Two two words, motherfucker. All right. Anyway, moving on from the gallows, you have the waterfowl lounge. Yeah, there'd be a waterfall in there for sure. Yeah, you have a creek running down. And I think you have it in glass, and then you could have fish in there too. And then so you have koi the, fish, whoa, bitch. You have the whoa. You have the glass wall that the water's coming down, and on the backside of it is just a big fucking leaf, dude. A big weed leaf. You got a big weed leaf. Yeah, on the waterfall. Ooh, oh it's like either is the lake casting down there or is it like etched behind the waterfall it's like etched on the back of the glass of the waterfall and okay. it's like it, there's a black light that shines on it so it kind of shimmers yeah and then you, you drop the light around it and then you get the little spotlight on there and then it just sparkles yeah and there's fucking koi fish Sh- in there dude. oh and you can feed the koi fish too exactly Mm-hmm. You just can't feed them high stuff because those are expensive koi fish. Yeah, dude. They've been there for years. Don't fuck with the koi fish. Don't dude. fuck because we will fuck with you. You will catch a hot one if you fuck mm-hmm. with the koi fish. Don't fuck. We had one fucked with, and I tell you what, we fucked with them right back. Yeah, dude. You fuck with our koi fish, we got problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll tolerate a lot of shit at this place, but one thing we will not tolerate is you fucking with our koi fish. And animal cruelty is a no-no. Correct. We, we that's one stance we can always take is animal cruelty no go yep i'll beat your face off anyway continuing down our tour i feel like then you gotta go on to like a, you have to have a hot spot i'm thinking magma i'm thinking lava flow i don't know how to do it yet but i think fire i want to have like a fire pit inside no it would have to be outside because you need like a patio lounge sure sure. so it's got to be outside i'm thinking on like a balcony because i want to look over possibly see the sea okay so we got seaside right there but you then you got a massive fire pit and we can always light up right there and that's your smoking area too Mm -hmm. so then you have the the nighttime blues you can have someone just fucking jamming out right there i'm thinking steel drums sometimes if you're feeling a little classy (laughs) but who knows you got a motherfucker playing a steel drum yes of course you want you want a chill light atmosphere still i want to have this during moonlight serenades let's have a steel drum drum. yeah 
but you gotta get the right players so you, we gotta do some research you gotta put your resumes in at stoner-babble.com you know Bro, what I'm saying I think the steel drum like I just I, I can tolerate the steel it's drum it's not sober. an everyday thing it's not an everyday thing All I'm right. not saying it's like a Tuesday yeah, Thursday possibly we, Saturday nights you yeah know? maybe we have like luau Tuesday but it's, a, it's a different yeah we get different nights going on all, all the right, time okay all right all right yeah as long as it ain't every night i'm in no of course no you don't want steel drums all the time fuck no dude gosh there what else what else is down there the lounge oh we also have a uh, two golden tea golf machines oh of course you gotta bring back the rolly thing the yep. rolly thing yep and then we also have like three other arcade games cool and then i need the the thing with the puck that use air hockey the the one with the sand and the pucks oh uh uh, uh shuffleboard shuffleboard i need a couple of yeah, those yeah we got shuffleboard because we got there. shuffleboard nights and we got a couple pool tables mm-hmm. and and we got throwing darts throw oh man i miss darts sometimes that's the one thing i miss right oh, man that was my college days was throwing darts so this, bro we have okay. we have an art gallery sb worldwide lounge we have an art gallery and then that goes into outdoor lounge or an indoor lounge where the waterfall and the couches are. Then we also have a bar and we serve, we have wine, wine and beer. I mean, you got to have some wine. You got to have some beer. I don't want to have a liquor license. But you guys got to understand it's like a one to two drink max. We're not here to get drunk. Right. I'm not going to have sloppy drunks on our property. No. Nope. That's not how it's going to be. So you guys are going to get tickets for your drinks just like it's a wine show. Okay? And, and also in the lounge area, we'll have like a featured local dispensary in where you can buy their goods that they have to and, offer. And we're going to do shows. So we want to we wanna support the logo growers. We want to support the lo- the smaller guys. So we're going to bring them in for like a, not like an annual thing. Maybe buy, buy semi, semi-annual, tenual, uh, something, continuality. And on Friday nights, we do a live podcast. Boom. I like it. I mean, this sounds like a perfect idea. SB Worldwide Lounge coming to you soon. You got anything else? We got a few things. I do have one enemy of the show oh boy and it's i think you'll have it too there's been multiple times i'll give people money you know as i'm driving by them and panhandling mm-hmm. but this happened the other day is i gave money to a person i had a co-worker that i know kind of lives next to me and we left at the same time at work so she was probably driving around me she texts me after i gave money to a lady and she goes hey just so you know i've seen that lady she's been there a couple times before and her her nice cars parked down at the old Riley's. I'm sitting there feeling a little bit in a conundrum going, man, I'm just trying to do something nice. That's not even that much money, but now I'm giving it to a person that doesn't need it. It's fucking. So that's just one of my people. I just, I don't like, man. It's a weird thing to me that you're willing to personify someone else to make money off people that you don't need, but you're acting like you do. Wouldn't it be weird, like, to be her neighbor? And to, you, and, to know that. And you drive by her, and you're like, isn't that Carol? Like, what the fuck is she doing? And the amount of money they make is, it's a decent chunk. Oh, dude, when I'm in the truck, like, I set up high so I can, I, like, some of these places, like, I'm way above where they're panhandling so I can see down. And this dude, like, he had asked for money from the guy in front of me, and the guy gave him some money. 
and he turned around and he was bent over like his backpack and the the cars moved up so as i moved up like i could see down in his backpack and he was just fucking counting like a wad of money dude like a giant wad of money he's just sitting there counting it that guy's made more today than i'm gonna make this week i don't know man so now that i know that's why people tell you don't give money to panhandlers though it's hard it's hard not to right because sometimes feel bad. yeah but yeah like that one lady like I think I've given her money one time and then someone put me on to her game and her story and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, like, so I think that's the same thing that just happened to me. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I'll be on the lookout for that person never again. Mm-hmm. Continue to do what I do. <laughs> Bro, I saw a dude not too long ago. He had a cast on his foot and crutches and he was going down the sidewalk. He had the wrong foot up. He was walking on his cast foot, and he had the foot in the shoe, like, up, like it was the bad foot. I saw him, like, a couple days later, and he had the cast foot up. When the cars would move again, he would just, like, stand on it. I don't think, I think that's a fake cast. Oh, I don't my. think this is real. Oh, my dude. What are you doing? What a world. It's a sweet world we live in. Yeah, I think those brownies are kicking in, dude. <laughs> I can feel the back of my teeth. <laughs> Do you need to go home for it? Kicks your ass? No, yeah, but we might have to might have to take uh take this to to the end of the 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 rope right here. I think we're dangling at the gallows. I think we're at the gallows. Oh shit, bro! It's time to hang it up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Jesus, it's time to hang it up at the gallows, baby. Hang up those bad vibes, baby. And see you next week, my crew. All right, GGS. GGS.